Hi, I'm Jimmy Navio. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I am Jimmy Navio, and you have stumbled into my bucket. This is our little podcast that we do here called Hit the Bucket. This is episode number 35, and I'm very excited to have another member of Clever Nation with us today. Uh, we're going to bring him on shortly. I see a lot of people here in chat uh, from his community. Welcome. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, before we bring them on, though, I like to take care of a few business shits. So if you don't mind, reminder to anyone out there listening on uh, your podcast app or Spotify, this is being recorded live on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Jimmy Navio. If you're listening and you're like, hey, I want to go be in chat. I want to go see what's going on and ask these guys a question join us it's every wednesday night at 6 p.m pacific we also have a youtube channel at youtube.com forward slash jimmy navio we have a playlist with all of our episodes if you're listening and you're like what are they watching right now we got sheaf's beef we play clips all that stuff you can go watch them on youtube also we have an email address if you're interested in being a guest if you're interested in promotional opportunities or if you just like the cut of my jib you're free to email us. It's hit the bucket podcast at gmail.com. So that's it. That's all the important stuff. Oh, Jumbotron James is still a thing for all of our regulars. If you want to hear Jumbotron James, if you want to hear James read your message in his deep, sultry, seductive voice, you can submit those. That is uh, active right now still. So feel free. It only costs a thousand ducats. <laughs> so without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on our guest. His name is Lars, L-A-R-Z. That simple. One word. I think he might be the first guest that, ha that it's a one syllable, four letters, Mr. Lars. Oh, and of course, how could I forget uh, my trusty co-host, James28, is with us as well. So I'm going to go ahead and bring them on. How you guys doing? Hey there, Jimmy. How's it going? Good going well mm -hmm. having a good old wednesday yeah. it is wednesday right uh, yeah, it is wednesday yep it's wednesday I would hope so. that's, when, that's when we scheduled the podcast <laughs> <laughs> if it's not wednesday uh, time traveling boys <laughs> it would not surprise me though because last week or the for the last four or five days i was in florida so my my whole time schedule is all fucked up so if it's not wednesday i it wouldn't surprise me if it <laughs> For all, yeah, it, it's, yeah. So, I would have told everyone the wrong date then. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why we did the podcast on Tuesday last week, because uh, I had to fly to Florida for my day job. Uh, for those visiting, I'm a software developer, so occasionally work gets in the way and I have to go. They, they flew me out to Florida to present at some convention, so yeah. my, my first time. I, I saw those food pics. Mmm, good food. Eating sushi on your boss's card. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. They were like, yeah, they, they were like, presentation went really well. Conference went really well. We should go out to dinner. And they were like throwing around a bunch of ideas. And I love sushi. And I, you know, anytime that I can uh, eat sushi on someone else's dollar, because it can get real expensive real fast. Oh, yeah. And plus, it was Florida. It's like right on the coast. Mm -hmm. So I was like, sushi and they were like yeah sure sushi and yeah they bought a lot that was just one plate of like four plates james so for, for that's like one meal for me 
for anyone who wants to see in our in my discord we have an irl channel uh i was posting pictures during my trip and uh, I, I took a couple pictures at dinner so e. but mm-hmm. enough about me we'll talk about floor and all that shit later the big news is that we have uh mr lars here mm-hmm. our guest and we're very other member of the clever nation it's true we yep. can't we can't seem to we're, we're gonna get through all of you I'm still waiting for the the full list from uh, that bishop girl. She keeps throwing names at me, and I and like your name was actually suggested to me by like three different people. I think that bishop. Hey, those that, are three people with with scary opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that bishop girl uh, uh, mentioned your name once, and then ogre magi mentioned your name, uh-huh. and I think Chris might have as well. Sounds right. So. Yeah. yeah, your 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 name is known far and wide. Lars is pretty lit. Dune can. I don't know about that. I don't know about lit. I do things. I do things sometimes. It's, sometimes it's on Twitch. It's litty, bro. <laughs> um, so yeah, why don't you uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? How long have you been streaming on Twitch? Uh, well, technically, I have had an account since 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually streaming, what I tell people is um, uh, since like June 2017. That's when I when I started really streaming. Yeah. And yeah, getting on a, a regular schedule. Yeah. I think I had done like, so when I first got on Twitch, I was actually just watching some YouTubers uh, do like le- play League of Legends because I, that was like my, that was my livelihood at the time. I just fucking played League all day. Um, so I got onto Twitch just to watch them stream and, um, and I watched a couple other creators as well. And I thought that I would like, I would, I would start streaming only to really be able to go back and watch the VODs, uh, to check for errors in my play. Essentially. That's what I did. So it was more uh, for you than like trying to like build an yeah. audience or anything. Yeah. Like my roommates we, in college, we would like. I would try to get them to come and watch, but this was back before affiliate or anything. So like things were way different then. And I had no thoughts of like ever actually taking it anywhere. And then um, affiliate rolled around in like uh, early 2017, I think is when it it became a, a thing. And I had a couple IRL friends that were, um, you know, they were, they were, they started streaming cause they realized, you know, this is something that we can, um, <clears throat> we could like get in on and, and stuff. And, uh, and, I was I was like I should give this a shot because I love uh, like I love the feeling of being involved in other like broadcasters communities and like getting to know them. I think that's why a lot of us get into streaming in a lot of ways. Uh, and then uh, decided, hey, I could probably try that. So kind of started from there. Yeah, hmm. I caught you playing some uh, some Zelda Breath of the Wild. You've been playing uh, that lately. I hate that game. It's awful. You it's hate terrible. That? <laughs> I can't stand it, man. No, it's become my new addiction. I fucking love it. It's amazing. Uh, I've been having a blast with it. Uh, there's so much stuff to do. Uh, so many different Too things. Too much stuff to do. Too much, yeah. But in a good way. Like I, I think so. Back to like when I started streaming back in June. The the first game that I really started streaming was uh, The Witcher Three. And I was already like halfway through it and uh, got really in- engaged in-, in streaming that. And then I realized that I love open world games. Like that's that's stuff that I like. That's my bread and butter. And I kind of just stuck with that. Uh, I've played a lot of other stuff too. Played like, hor- I mean, I also love horror games. Horror games are great. It's good for like the whole community to get together and, and watch me piss my pants being scared. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, horror games are really entertaining to watch yeah, in general. They're fun. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't play them by myself, probably like in a dark room. I mean, I would maybe, but I would also probably just like have a hard time, man. But oh, you know, yeah, definitely. The only time I've played horror games alone is when I was streaming them because it's like I'm alone, but I got chat with me. Yeah, I'm exactly. not really alone. Chat's got me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then I've even done visual novels too. I think one of the first like, and I met so many awesome people during the time that I was playing this. Um, uh, but I was playing through Ding and Rampa, the whole franchise, and uh, um, a lot of core people that I know even still to this day and have uh, uh, like relationships with. I met when I was streaming Ding and Rampa, so it's good. Nice in there. That's total visual novel, and it's a, a change of pace to say the very least. So. Um, before we get into a couple other things, uh, last minute I asked your community and they threw out some stuff and I, I, it was very cryptic to me. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> so I think I'm, I'd be doing them a dis, I'd be doing them a disfavor if I didn't like at least mention <laughs> this stuff so I can okay. at least attempt to understand right. it. The first one that someone said when I asked was, I want Lars to explain X-Ray again from the broadcast oh. episode. Yeah. That would be Panther. Um, okay, so what he's referencing is, um, so back in the day, I was part of a stream team called The Dragons, uh, led by Miss Amari, um, alongside some other great broadcasters, one of them being Panther Bruja, and another one being Asep Clutch. Um, and we did an episode, well, so we did, a, we did uh, like promotional and fun times like uh, podcast together. It was a uh, it was one episode that we discussed um, lewd material in games. Uh, so, you know, those sexy adult games, you know? Yeah. Um, and we're not talking like uh, basic bitch honey pop uh, with boobies. We're talking like full on penetration. Um, and uh, so Panther sent me over some uh, some some games to, to preview before discussing in the podcast, right? Because you can't go into that. Um, you know, not having any source material to discuss. So, mm -hmm. very true. I had, uh, he, he gave me a game to download, um, and I can't for the life of me remember the name. He can probably tell you the name of the game uh, for, for anybody who would want it for maybe research purposes yourself. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is a, there's a, and it's, it was very Japanese. I'll say that <laughs> much. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I see some tentacle comments. It, it didn't involve tentacles, it was a little more grounded than that. Um. Yeah, that sounds like the right name. I don't want to repeat it because <laughs> <laughs> after school gang rape club is that the yes. actual title of the game? That was the actual title, although it was in Japanese. Oh, my goodness oh, gracious! Yeah. It was a little bit heavy. Uh, so the it's a kind of a visual novel, like in the sense that there's a lot of text. Um, I didn't really pay attention to the text because uh, there were a lot of other things to pay attention to. And um, one of the features that I, I suppose is kind of prominent in this genre of game, and I, I didn't know until this point, was X-Ray. And it's exactly what you would think it is. You see see an X-Ray of the vaginal canal. I'm putting this very <laughs> Oh, okay. Like, so, I'm sorry. Okay, so I understand this concept. <laughs> this is a mature podcast. You're free to explain uh, no, I, all the details. <laughs> it's just the words are leaving my mouth, and I, I don't know what to do with them. Um, and, <laughs> and you definitely see, uh, we'll just say, secretions of seminal fluid. <laughs> Lots of seminal fluid. <laughs> so, yeah, that's I what I could say. I didn't know what that is. 
but I follow <laughs> quite a few people on Twitter, and they like to like some art and some animations from various artists. So every once in a while, I see some of that show up on my dashboard. Oh man, Twitter! Twitter's the worst. That that <laughs> like I yeah I at some point I turned off the m- mature filter, and I did I kind of forgot about it. And like you said, it, it's like someone else liked or retweeted yep. something, and I'm flipping sh- through that shit on like my break <laughs> at work, and it's just like boom, full on frontal nudity, fucking anime titties <laughs> penetration. It's like okay, I'm, maybe I shouldn't look at Twitter at work anymore. I mean, it is a it's it's a work of art. It's very much a work of art. There's a lot of lot of time and dedication, you know, to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just far better times for it to show up, like, <laughs> other than at work, right? Nice. If it showed up when I'm at home, you know, just casually browsing, not when I took five <laughs> minutes out of my out of my class time to look at my phone. <laughs> That's hard to explain to your peers casually browsing my ass i i agree with mashif he said james is 100 percent a patreon for some twitter artists <laughs> don't worry about it i'm a patron oh. of the fine arts jimmy <laughs> yeah i'm sure um so there was that one and then uh someone else mentioned i don't know if this is a specific occasion or just a theme but someone mentioned a uh, a fart heard around the world was there a oh. Was yeah. there a, a, an instance of a... This was, this was also the podcast. And uh, we were... So, like I said, it was it was Panther, me, and, and Clutch uh, who who recorded the podcast weekly. And we, we would bring on guests occasionally. And one of them was Amari, the, the person who, like, was the head of the team and stuff, right? So she had, you know, she knew a lot of people. Uh, so we, like, we, <clears throat> we recorded the podcast, all that stuff, all the good things. And then um, when we were done, I don't know if it was actually still being recorded. I don't know. I, I might have stopped my end of the recording, but I don't know if it was recorded locally on other sides. Uh, um, <laughs> so, but uh, I had had a rough night the night before, um, and I I don't know what I ate or whatever, but uh, we were done. And I had, you know, you know, sometimes you got that fart that you've just been like kind of holding back. Um, and uh you know when it's time to let loose uh it's more than anticipated (laughs) this this is one of those i mean like i didn't start myself but i was really close you pushed it out with gusto yeah there was a lot of gusts in that (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it was uh it was quite loud and audible and if you if you had known if you knew miss amari it was the sweetest thing ever because she's like i mean she's got sons right but they were young or i think it was maybe one one son i don't know i can't remember now but um you know but so you know like boys do bodily function things you know what happens but Mm -hmm. uh this was uh, a grown man in which i had at one point had respect from her <laughs> and i don't know if i don't know if that fart was like the one that shattered the respect but it might have might have been well i i commend you and uh <laughs> i'm sure she still appreciates you and respects you as a person <laughs> i'm sure she does too she's a great, great gal she's sweet uh maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get a sneak peek of one of those we we uh i might need to i might need to take a cue from the uh your mom's house podcast and somehow incorporate a fart mic into this show that'd be pretty cool if if i have one coming on i'll i will make sure that we we abruptly halt any of the activities during the (laughs) podcast to direct all attention to my asshole (laughs) attention asshole incoming um so you mentioned here also 
uh, we spoke on Discord a bit, and uh, I kind of asked you to tell me a little bit about yourself. You mentioned that you have two older sisters. Yeah. So yeah. what what is the age? Like, how old are you? How old are they? What's the? I'm 27. One is 39, and the other is 37. So there's a large gap. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, like large That's gap, like 10 years. Yeah. So, so you were the oops then, or? So almost. <laughs> That they're like we had two girls we're good 10 years later they're like oops <laughs> <laughs> i mean we can roll with that um i mean because the reality the real side of the story is actually rather sad um, oh no because <laughs> my mom tried for for more kids after they had uh they, they tried for more kids after um uh my my sisters and they said she she had miscarriages so now I feel like the asshole. <laughs> no, I mean like it's honestly <laughs> like I, I shouldn't say it's funny, but it's 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 honestly like the the calling it an oops is much more funny. I I cuz they didn't expect me. It's legitimate. Like they didn't. So. Yeah. So being raised by two significantly older sisters, what kind of dynamic? I I I have one older sister and it did come with some advantages. She was only 3 years older than me, but like as far as like she coached me quite a bit when it came to like girls and and things of that nature. Were they too far away for any of that? Or like ten years is a pretty big yeah. gap. So they were probably like when you were ten, they were already moving out and stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They were already in like college and stuff when I, you know, was probably like you know eight nine, you know. So um no, uh, and during that time it was really just kind of me and my parents, and I'd see them occasionally. I'm um, really close to one of them, and the other one I've gotten actually much closer to. Um, one of them, the one that I was always like always really close to, is the younger of the two, and she lives in Africa actually, which is kind of different. Oh wow, she works on a translation project there, um, and she lives on an island that's like three miles wide and 15 miles long. Um, so I see her occasionally. Uh, I've gone out to visit her a couple times, uh, which has been really cool. Um, and, uh, it's beautiful. I'll have to sh- share some pictures of it. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then <clears throat> the other one has lived, uh, she's lived around the U S but now she lives here locally. Um, and she just like the last like year and a half had a, a baby niece or baby her. She had a baby. Now I have a niece. Those are the words <laughs> she I had a baby words. niece. I don't know. <laughs> had a baby niece. She just found one. She found one. And she's like, this is mine now. It was made for me. It's not my kid. It's my niece. Um, so uh, you said she lives here now. Where is here? I mean, I know you don't want to dox yourself, but like, oh, no, whereabouts no, no. I'm are actually you? pretty open about it. I'm in uh, Tulsa. I'm in Northeast Oklahoma. So, ah. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, uh, where the wind comes. Uh, down oh, I was just gonna sing yeah. it. <laughs> where my wind comes sweeping down the ass crack <laughs> uh, through the valleys, through the valleys. <laughs> That's where that wind <laughs> keeps coming from. So, uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. What, mm-hmm. what is there to do in Oklahoma? And I'm, that's, I'm not asking that like, can, there's nothing to do switch. there. But like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, really? I'm legitimately curious. Like, I'm not very familiar with like that area, so, or the topography or anything. Is there? So when I want to go for coffee, I have to actually uh, ride my horse to the local saloon. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I actually stream. This is, I'm in a teepee right now. Uh... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, like, so in Tulsa, it's it's a lot more uh, like, I mean, it's a, a fairly large city. It's the second largest city in Oklahoma. So okay, uh, it's, okay, so it's it's very urban. It, yeah, very urban. And I live in the burbs, so it's large enough to large enough to like uh, to have burbs, if that makes sense. It's, you know, right? So um, the actual Tulsa itself is pretty uh, pretty industrial to some extent. 
um but outside of like tulsa and oklahoma city like there's there's not a lot to do like if you're if you're in a smaller city in oklahoma you're kind of i mean you're kind of fucked if you want to find fun stuff to do that's your whole life your life is the small town yeah um so yeah someone in comment just reminded me that is a that is a tornado prone area is it not do you have any firsthand experience with tornadoes oh yeah i slept through one uh, a couple years ago (laughs) um (laughs) so that was like within a mile and a half of my house leveled like a bunch of buildings um yeah no but i mean like i'm I'm just kind of used to it we get tornadoes like we're coming up on tornado season actually here like in the next month so we'll see we'll probably see a couple what was that you're saying james it's like what Mm -hmm. Oh, it's like Californians and earthquakes. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. we don't even wake up if it's at not even at least seven point oh. Yeah, uh, the day after the most recent one, um, my dad uh, came and picked me up for like breakfast. We had like brunch that day, and he was like, <clears throat> he's like, did you uh, did you hear? And I was like, what? He's like, did you hear the sirens go off? I was like, no, I slept up, dude. I don't know what's going on. What do you mean? He's like, yeah, there was a tornado. And like, we drove past it and there's just like windows shattered, like buildings that don't even like the skeletons of them left. And wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's sad too. Cause like, um, there's, so I lived in Oklahoma city during college and there were a couple parts of like, like in the surrounding area, actually more specifically, it's like, it's kind of a, is this a suburb outside of Oklahoma city and like within like six years it had been hit like two or three times. And like, there were people that like, they had just rebuilt their houses and they got hit again. Um, just cause it, it these, the, the weather patterns are just so like almost ritualistic that when the stars align it's, it's gonna follow the same path yeah so mm. does it does every, everyone in local oklahoma have a kick-ass basement no we don't have basements here you would think that we'd pull our heads out of our ass and actually have <laughs> basements but no we like to live above ground because that's where the tornadoes are that's fun i don't know um no we do but a lot of people do get um tor- like tornado shelters so mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. yeah, I every all of my family from Idaho and Utah, they all have basements and I'm like, what do you what what do you have a ba-? I guess cuz it's cold and that's where they store all their food and guns. Yeah, but- <laughs> most likely, yeah. I don't know. I think the I, I might be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure like the actual reason is like Doesn't have to do with the water when they're level. building the foundation. They're like, well, we're digging this deep anyway, might as well make it a room. Yeah. Huh. I think it has something to do with the water level too. Like that's the reason a lot of houses in California don't have basements is because you're like digging below sea level or like below the well level, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I that think, makes sense. and I, maybe that's why I know like a lot of, you know, Utah and Idaho, they're just higher elevation. They're like, you know, I, I don't know what the average elevation is there, but I think it has something to do with that too. That's Maybe. interesting. Cause we're pretty, I mean, we're pretty flat, but I don't think we're low on the sea level. I don't know. I don't know. I've never looked into that, but that makes sense. See, mm. we're, we're sitting on a gold mine. We need to start a basement building business in Oklahoma and start. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How big do you think a basement is Jimmy? Dude, I have, I'm telling you, I had, I have aunts and uncles and cousins who have big ass, kick ass basements. It's like where all their, they're like entertainment center, like multiple rooms, bathroom, like it's, it's a whole nother floor, but it's completely underground. Mm-hmm. So like I just saw Biet's basement because it's where he lives. It's the basement of his parents' house. And I'm like, that's the same, that your entire basement is like the same size as my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I was always jealous. I, I think it'd be cool to have like a basement man cave. I would too. I think I'd have a hell of a time in that. It'd be sweet. So um, I asked you stuff uh, outside of broadcasting what you do, and it was mostly gaming related, but I'm very curious if there's anything you do outside of gaming. Is there any uh, any hobbies? Any? Did you play sports in school? Did you uh, learn to basket weave? Do you play any instruments? Like, uh, so I didn't play. Any, well, I kind of played sport. Like I played basketball because my dad made me. My dad was a huge sports fan. Um, but I didn't really stick with that. Actually, what I did outside of uh, like gaming as a kid, uh, I was I was in band. So I played trumpet for about seven years, uh, marching band. Um, and we were, it was a pretty good band. Like we did really well. Uh, we went, we were on the national level for several years. Um, you still play the trumpet at all? No, I haven't played it since my high school graduation actually. Um, but I did continue music. Uh, I actually, uh, part of my major, I did a, a double major and part of my major in college was also music, but I did emphasis on like piano voice and guitar. So, um, as of late, it's become more of like, uh, <clears throat> more along the lines of like kind of like a hobby uh so because getting uh like getting into the uh, the career field of music it's it's quite competitive and difficult so i've kind of neglected that idea um and uh a lot of those things that i learned though because i did a lot of like live performances uh with music uh a lot of that stuff has transferred over to broadcasting so some of like just that kind of like pushing through the nerves kind of thing this kind of it's helped quite a bit um, but. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, I can relate. I, I played music all the way through from elementary school through high school. I actually originally went to, when I went to college, I, I got accepted on an honors music program. So I, nice. I'm very familiar with the competitiveness of music. And yeah. it was it was after that first year in college that I was like, yeah, I'm going to switch to computer science. Because <laughs> like funny. when you get to that level and you realize like no matter how good you are, when you get to that level, you're like, I am fucking dog yeah. shit compared to these people. Like some of these yeah. freshmen coming in, they're just savants. And I was like, there's no way that I could ever possibly compete in this industry. Like I, I thought I was good, and then I reached that level, and I was like, "Nope, time yeah, to switch majors." <laughs> I, had, I had a buddy in high school that had perfect pitch, and he was just phenomenal. Um, like he could sight read like nearly anything uh, like that we put in front of him. He was incredible, and uh, even he struggled in a lot of ways. And you know, landing any gigs like for for pay post-college for a long time uh and he's still gone on to do some stuff with music but like as far as like becoming uh what is it like i guess like proficient not proficient uh what's the word like uh prosperous in the music field okay yeah it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's tough it's tough man it's, yeah. it's really hard yeah, it's definitely a passion project. You're gonna be yeah. you're gonna be a starving artist for many years before, uh, <laughs> unless you get real lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So moving on to a, a couple other of your hobbies, I do want to talk about mm-hmm. some of your other gaming stuff, but I kind of just like kind of wanted to bridge the gap and learn about sure. Lars a little more. Um, yeah. I I'm gonna show my ignorance here. Uh, you said that you like to build gunpla gunpla 
Yes. I, I I have I thought that was a typo. I'm familiar with Gundam. I was like, yeah. what the hell is a Gunpla? And so I I, I wanted to ask you about that because I have yeah. no idea what that yeah, is. I actually have some kits I can show you. They're over here on my desk. So what it is? Well, here I'll explain it first. So what it is? Gunpla is uh it is the model building process of Gundams. Oh, so okay. And in, in a basic terms, yeah. Um, so it is like I've got I've got this boy here. He's he's big. But uh, each of these things are like little pieces right. that you cut off, basically like little runners, and then you assemble it. Um, yeah, they're and- all like connected together with little bits of plastic, right? I've yep. seen I've seen uh, a member of our team, Gator Pete. I've he's done one or two streams where he actually uh, was putting them together, and he's got like different grit sandpapers and like yep. all this stuff because you like have to clean up the edges once you break them apart and stuff. Yep, absolutely. So it, yeah, it's it's like I mean, like there's a whole subculture within it, um, and it's like there's there's a lot of learning involved with it. And I've only recently started doing this. Um, I actually met um, a partnered broadcaster at TwitchCon that's been streaming the the process of doing this and other different model crafting for a long time, and uh, talked with her a little bit about it and figured out like that it's pretty attainable to just get started with it. If you want to get started with it, you can get like, basically the tools that you'll need, like you said, sandpaper, clippers, and uh, a kit. And you can get some of these kits for as cheap as like $10 sometimes. Yeah, Uh, I think I've actually mm -hmm. seen them starting to sell some of those kits at uh, like Barnes and Noble even. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if there's been like a, because they've been around for a while. So I don't know if like there's been like a new resurgence that I just like, I don't know, kind of fell into the bandwagon of. But yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I've always felt like it was really niche. It is pretty niche still. Um, I think that that'll probably reign true for a while, but I think it is kind of dipping its toe into being mainstream. I even saw kits at uh, at the mall at a, like a like a pretty like like modern nerdy store kind of like I had a bunch of like game related stuff, and I even saw it at a, a GameStop here locally. Yeah, I saw some kits there, so. Well, cool. Now I know what it's called because I I I've, yeah. I know about Gundam models and I've seen them at the store and uh, stuff. I didn't know they were called Gunpla. Is that yeah. am I saying that right? Yeah, Gunpla. Mm-hmm. I think there, there's a derivative that comes comes from it that's like Gundam and plastic essentially is. Oh, okay, together. that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, I'm always happy when I can crank my pretentious level up a couple notches. So the next <laughs> time someone's like, "Oh yeah, I build Gundam models," I can be like, "Uh, you mean Gunpla?" Gunpla. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. You're educating me, giving me power that I shouldn't have. Uh, and you do enjoy anime, you said. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he builds Gunplas. Well, obviously, I mean, maybe, I mean, there's model builders who don't necessarily, anyway, uh, are you, would you say, is that your main, uh, media consumption outside of gaming or is it just like, probably not actually anymore. I think, uh, well, I mean, it depends. I watch like a lot of movies, like a lot of like B movies. It's kind of where I start and then go from there. I really like suspense and thriller movies. Um, but uh outside of that probably like uh well lately i've been watching more shows which i normally don't like watching television shows like uh because like just the the idea of like sitting through an episode and another episode i like movies because it's all in one sitting you know like i can right. sit down give it like a hunt like an hour and a half or two hours of my attention well and- shows are all in one sitting too if you've got 10 hours 
Well, exactly. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> I usually don't, I don't have the capability of doing it either. So I'm like, uh, shows are hit or miss, but I've been watching Mr. Robot lately. Ooh, that's a good I've been one. on a kick on that. Yeah, it's a great uh, one. just finished season two last night. So, um, and I know that season four, which is going to be a, like a, an actually scripted finale, not like, like they're, they're, oh, we didn't get funding. So we're, we're going to just, you know, stop in the middle of the season. We'll write a quick ending kind of thing. Like the writers are intending friend. Yeah, no, it's not just like, oh, oops, uh, how do we end this? Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's not it's not lost, <laughs> right? Yeah, or it just keeps get, getting dragged out over and over and over. Like I think I remember reading something about a post from from I, I think it was the director. Maybe he said something along the lines of being like, <clears throat> um, "We're happy to announce our, our fourth and final season. We know that like uh, Elliot's story." Uh, would be it wouldn't do it justice to continue it beyond what we've kind of intended and this is the time in which we feel it's appropriate to end and mm-hmm. so I had a lot of respect for it then and that was that was like when I knew I was really hooked was, yeah no I, I, it's hard to just say this is the end of the show yeah yeah they can take that creative creative brilliance and then transfer it to something else you know but I I respect that and I think it's actually more often than not much more effective i mean if you compare some of these like really long-running american shows to like in europe they do a lot more just like two three season or even like mini series same with like uh in in south america i live when i was in brazil in the two years i was there they went through like four or five different like novellas because they only last for like six months right they're they're not these massive like 10 year you know the same cat it's not like it, they they have a story to tell like you said there's a beginning middle and end the plot moves it's more concise and i think yeah. it's it's just more effective that way yeah mm-hmm. and that's why like uh like when i watch anime that's why i like like the shorter like series that are even just like a single season of like maybe you know anywhere between you know 12 to 24 episodes or something like that like when it's something like that i feel like it's not overdone you don't have as much filler the, some of the filler that is there is like it still serves a purpose in like getting getting some comedic light in there or whatever the purpose is, you know. So, yeah. All right, two things. Uh, since you talked about TV shows and movies, a TV show that I just started watching, yeah, uh, and I recommend for everyone out there, especially if you, uh, depending on your age during the late '90s, early 2000s, is a show mm-hmm. that just came out on Hulu called Pen Fifteen. And pen fifteen as in penis? Yeah, pen fifteen. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's called Pen Fifteen. And it's it's about two junior high girls. And like it's so spot on to the time period. And it like it's it's just hilarious because like there's a whole episode that's centered around, for example, AIM, like AOL Instant Messenger. Like when they when they like create their screen names and then they're like going in chat rooms and they're like, I'm going to meet this guy. And like it like it just touches on so many of the things that I experienced during that time. And uh, it's it's a really, really good show. And it's two girls and they're comedians and they're actually um they're they're both of them are older, but they do an amazing job looking like like twelve Younger. thirteen year. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I like it's it's pretty incredible. So that's one that I definitely recommend you check out if you have if some free time. And then one of my quick fire questions that I just added because you talked about movies. So uh-huh. for me, Star Wars, the original trilogy, the four, five, mm-hmm. and six. 
Those movies are movies ever since I was a kid. If I ever saw them on TV or if I ever see them like playing uh, on a channel when I'm flipping through or like I see them on Netflix or whatever, it's really hard for me not to watch them. Like I just, whenever they're on TV, I stop and I watch it for ever since I was a kid. I don't know why those three movies, like I can watch over and over and over again, whenever I see them. Uh, is there a, is there a equivalent of that for you? Is what is your star Wars trilogy? If there's, is there one movie that like anytime there, you see it? Yeah. This is a good question. So now to, to kind of maybe relate it, it's like maybe, cause I don't really watch like a lot of actual TV. Like I don't like sit in front of the, the physical TV and watch like uh scheduled programming like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I were to still relate it to like what I would in that kind of case, it would probably be um, maybe like in like Happy Gilmore would be great. Oh, that's or, good. or um, maybe the original Jurassic Park. Oh, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Can't beat like an angry golfer or <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> what about you, James? Oh, that's easy. Every time I'd be flipping through the channels, if I ever saw Tremors come up, Ooh. there you go. It's, it's the best worst movie. Lar- I was going to say, Lars probably appreciates that. That's borderline yeah. B movie right there. Yeah, I do. I do so like that. It's like that. so good, good, but it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. And I remember we watched it. So bad. There's like, there's like yeah, four sorry. more of them. Yeah. There's they like, kept yeah, making them. Yeah. It kind of like I feel like it was probably a lot of the inspirational material for like Sharknado. We watched all those in college too. Oh yeah, like the whole the, that whole franchise there. The only other one I can think of, uh, my adult version of Star Wars, like the the one movie I can never pass up. Whenever, even when I see it on my own shelf, if I ever see it on TV or if I ever see it streaming, and I will I will stop whatever I'm doing and watch it. Is the movie Snatch? Snatch. I haven't seen that. It is it uh, familiar. It's it's um, it's got Brad Pitt has a minor role in it. Uh, it's about basically it's got Benicio del Toro. Um, it's a guy Richie. It's one of Guy Ritchie's uh, breakout movies. It's like he, there was Lock, Stock, okay. and Two Smoking Barrels, and then after that he had Snatch. And I every single time that movie comes on, every like the movie is so incredibly quotable. And the, the the plot and all the characters, I love strong character types. I love archetypes. And the yeah. whole movie is is structured around that. You've got like Brick Top and Bullet Tooth Tony and One Punch Mickey. And it's just like it's it's a great movie. So that would that would probably be my other one that I could I could recommend to you. Sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds really good. I also I just kind of peaked it a little bit, but it's got Jason Statham in it. Yeah, that was his it kinda... was like basically his, one of his breakout roles. It was one of his nice. first movies that kind of put I, him on the I map. like Jason Statham too. So it sounds up my alley. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um James, is there any other questions you wanted to ask him before we get to some of our quick fire daddies? Mm, no, not specifically. We really like expanded. We hit like everything, family, area. <laughs> we get the only thing we don't know is like his mother's made a name at this point. Yeah. Um. What? Why? What? Where were you born? What city? Um. Last four of your social. Um. Uh, your first pet. Uh, 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 you're making model. Your first car. Um. Uh, what's the, high school mascot? Yeah, we need all of that stuff. Um. For our archives. Um, <laughs> 
Let's see here. Uh, oh, I did want to ask you a couple gaming questions. So you said outside oh, of yeah. outside of streaming, uh, what what kind of mm -hmm. you said you enjoy uh, multi some multiplayer stuff. Do you play fighting games at all? That's something I can never get into. I don't know. Yeah, actually, so it's funny. I got into. Uh, uh, oh, actually, Panther brought up something good too. I'll mention that here in a second. But uh, yeah, I, I played some fighting games. But as a kid, I was just a dirty, greasy fucking button masher. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I got I got more into fighting games as I got older. Um, but uh, I think I like I got back into them with Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which I, again back to like Panther got me into that. Uh, and then uh, most recently, Smash Smash Brothers Ultimate. So. Um, which is a little bit more unconventional versus like your, your 2d standard fighter. But um, I don't know. Um, have you been playing apex at all? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have. I'm is that even a question, play. Jimmy. That's yeah. true. I should just, I should say, have you not played apex? <laughs> yeah. I mean like, and I played, uh, I played like a, a lot of shooters growing up. I think like when I first started like really liking games, like, and spending a lot of unhealthy hours at the time, playing games was probably playing like Halo with my buddies and like we're talking like the original Halo um we'd get like I remember most of the time like for my birthday parties I'd just have you know like some guys over and we would uh do like a LAN setup with two Xboxes and play with you know eight players which was like a hell of a time we'd, we'd do that um and I I don't like really I don't I don't stream like shooters typically unless it's like a first person shooter right but or not a first-person, a single-player shooter. Okay. It's a multiplayer shooter. I don't want to. I don't want to shoot. I don't. I don't want to stream it. Usually, just because it's like it, it requires a lot of focus, and I don't get to be able to interact as much as I want. Um, but yeah, in my off time, I do like playing. Uh, playing shooters. I think it, if I'm going to play something, I want to either do. I usually want to do something more tactical. I think Rainbow Six Siege is is one for me. Mm -hmm. uh, in that field and if you die early you have a ton of time to talk to chat there you go <laughs> yeah and i've thought about streaming siege just because there could be some some fun with that so it's been on my it's been on my list of things to possibly do yeah james you played quite a bit of siege right i have i went through a stint i think like two years i was playing a ton of siege it's really fun but man you need if you want to like just play solo queue you're better off not doing that at all it's, it's yeah. so bad you really need to play it yeah, having a having a crew to go with is is the way to go. Solid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Maybe I'll uh, we'll have to queue up sometime off stream or something. Play some games. I, I I played some uh, I played some Apex Legends with Ogre Magi actually off stream. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I kind of I kind of coached him a little bit on some of the mechanics of the game and got him Hell up yeah. to speed a little bit. So the thing that I love about Apex, and you guys might have talked about this before though, but um. It's just really accessible, right? And it's forgiving enough, yet still challenging enough because of the player base that, like, I think people of all different skill levels can can access it and play it and have a good time, you know? So that's what I like about uh, Apex probably the most. So mm -hmm. can you go try hard or in light, or you can, like, still just play really casually and have a good time? Mm -hmm. You could be like, we're all going to play the three smallest hitbox characters <laughs> and, like, go for kills. Or you're just like, I just want to play caustic and throw gas traps. Yeah. Uber try hard. Yeah, no, I, I'm 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 casual. I do like to win. I, I I'm I'm not the type of guy who's trying to like I mean, you see those, there's those guys that just like essentially solo queue, right? Like they immediately break off from the team, get as many kills as they can, try and survive, die and requeue and like 
I don't know. I'm not that hardcore. I like trying to play the game as a team and just have fun and see how far I can get. I have yeah. gotten better as I've played it more, uh, and I I enjoy it more when I play better. So, you know, if yeah, but I, I wouldn't say I'm a tryhard. But uh, I, I feel like I'm getting pretty decent at it. I'm getting my. I, I haven't played FPSs seriously for a long time. So just like getting my FPS chops back first, and then also learning yeah. all the mechanics of the game. It's been. It's been interesting to kind of dive back into that. Mm-hmm. So before we ask, we have some typical quick fire questions we like to ask, but before we do, someone uh, in chat mentioned, uh, <laughs> I have to do it. So okay. said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know where this is going. That's totally fine. Yep, we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> so I don't know how this clip does not have more views. Someone out oh, there needs yeah. to take this clip and go post it on Reddit. And uh, and he, this should be his name to fame right here. I when I saw this clip, I almost fell out of my chair. It's 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 a whole different level of ASMR. So tr- oh god, all right. Tr- well, yes. Trigger warning: if you're if you're from his community, you probably know what this clip is. If you're not, if you're from my community, prepare yourselves. <laughs> yeah, I think that the best <laughs> warning is just like if you have uh, potentially uneasy stomach or you're squeamish in any form or fashion, uh, just avert your gaze. And <laughs> your ears are probably more important than your eyes right now. It's mm-hmm. it's gonna happen to you guys. I'm sorry. You 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 haven't been to the bucket before. We we've had people. We, I, I wish I had a bucket during this clip. <laughs> just, just to give you some context of what we do here, we had a we had a guest on who used to be a phone sex operator, and she gave she gave us a detailed accounting of when a man asked her to moo like a torrent for like thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the kind of podcast we have here. When I saw this clip, I was like, we're playing this shit on our show. There's no way we're we're not playing this clip. So uh, you've been warned. I'm going to switch over to our fancy pants media view here. And uh, I'm going to turn up the volume. So enjoy. Oh, no. I got to prepare myself to hear this again. Oh, no, James. (laughs) You talked. Now I have to play it again. It's it's so gurgly. (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) You see, what is it? Is is it empathy? You empathize with people's like emotion. I love. I love how he said that's not good. I'll be right back. (laughs) It's all. It's like all in his beard and shit. I'm pretty sure I had had like something like I don't know. Is there sh- in that in that clip? Can you see how many shots I've had or how many drinks there were? Uh, oh, it Is says it Lars has had this has drank twenty two. Yeah, so that was mixtures of like shots as well as like uh, mixed drinks. Uh, yeah, so I had I was needless to say absolutely dumpstered, man. I was fucking trashed that night. Um, yeah. I was doing drunk souls. So, like, if I died, I'd take a drink kind of thing. And since we're playing clips, uh, Bishop Girl sent me this one, and I really liked it, so I wanted to play this one, too. I'm not going to – we had we, we were trading clips in our little chat. I'm not going to play them all. But uh, I did like this one. This, this, can, this will give you guys an idea of what to expect if you go over to uh, – <laughs> 
twitch.tv forward slash L-A-R-Z for all you people listening out there. This, this is the type of content you, uh, you can expect over there. Uh, I might actually pass that holy shit. <laughs> then he starts dancing. Oh my gosh, I almost legit just faded. I don't even know what just happened. I like blacked out for a second. I'm not even fucking kidding. I literally just fucking blacked out for a second. I like that one. And the other, then this last one is short. I like this one too, dude. You're, you're clippable, man. We need to. We, we might have to add a sec a section to our podcast just called Lars Clips, no. and people can just submit your shit to my podcast to play on. Oh, it's gonna be a oh, new. This is a great one. This is one of my favorites. <laughs> so yeah, here, here's another one that that I enjoyed. Stove tank. <laughs> You, Kellen. Can't say I've never done something nice for you. I'm fucking watching this, dude. And knowing that there's a delay on it, so I have to sit here. That's a, that's a bannable no, offense now on Twitch. You're, uh... okay. Oh, and the thigh you slap. Five stars. You are right, Bishop. You are right. Perfect. So, yeah, that's some, that's some quality content you got there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I, I think I've maybe, uh, settled down a little bit since some of those clips, but then again, we still have some moments that are a little rambunctious. So, yeah, I like it. A little goofy, a little bit out there. All right. So what we're going to do now, we have, um, a list of questions that we like to pull from and, uh, sure ask some of our favorites and then after that we'll take a short like five minute break and then when we come back we'll do our chief's beef and close out the show uh we might Sweet. we might throw in a couple other topics in there oh merlin temple how are you not a regular let me do that real quick um james do you have the list up is there a question you'd like to ask our friend lars oh i'm looking for the list don't worry about it. oh i found it found the list let's see should i just decided one you added say what Oh, Jimmy was telling me the other day how he was perusing Reddit and found this very interesting question. I like it a, a lot. I'm very curious to see what people say. All right, Lars. A ghost will haunt you forever. You can choose who he or she was before dying. Who's your ghost? I, I have to pick my ghost? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're being oh. haunted forever. It can be anybody. It can be anybody. anybody. Mm. Mm. This is a good question. Um, maybe Bodak wants to haunt me. Um, well, maybe like, oh goodness, I'm trying to think of like who a ghost would be that would be like fun that we could fuck with each other. Maybe, maybe RKO. Like, is that is that fair? <laughs> Yeah, can, can can RKO be my ghost? Absolutely, it's it could be anyone. It's it's okay. between them or maybe Kellen. Either one of them, they would probably they would probably fuck with my shit all the time. They probably move stuff, and I'd be like, "Who the fuck moved this?" And I'd be like, "Oh right, yeah." It's like the ghost. It's one of the ghosts, you know. <laughs> nice, I like it. All right, so how about this one? Um, what is your favorite cuss word? Fuck. Easy. Yeah, I say fuck all the time. Fuck is like, it's my favorite fucking word. 
Yep. <laughs> and which which is a common answer here, but there is a follow up to that question. Oh boy. Um, thinking outside of the sinful seven, so outside of the normal standard cuss words, is there a word or phrase uh, oh. that you find humorous? Uh, previous examples are douche canoe. Uh, we've had a lot of douche ones actually. The last I, few um, <laughs> douche nozzle. Yeah. Um, uh, lately, I've been calling a lot of things cucks, even if they have they lack the properties in which they, they're able to cuck things. So uh-huh. I, I, I call, like I've been calling Bokoblins and Legend of Zelda fucking cucks, and like this dirty cuck over here. I like so. a Bodox uh, fuck plugger. <laughs> oh, fuck plunger. <laughs> fuck plunger. Would that be just? Would that just be a penis? I, I guess. I guess not necessarily. It could be anything that plunges a fuck yeah. hole area i kind of like uh, fuck plugger i read that wrong and i liked my <laughs> that's the evolution of the language well, you plug your cuck dude or your fuck <laughs> cuck plugger cuck plugger <laughs> oh boy yeah there you go you're it's it's fuck plugger and cuck plugger <laughs> I'm gonna start saying cuck plugger now. I'm gonna go. start saying it. I'm not gonna provide any explanation. People just have to interpret it the way, the way they want to. There you go. We we are. I, you can have that. It's free. I won't charge <laughs> you for that one. Um. So you said you play some. Uh, you you play some. Uh, Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um. Can you tell me why is Fox trash? Why is Fox trash? Fox is trash because. All the sweaty tryhards play Fox. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can get down with that. Yeah. Wait, is this a trick question? No, what is no. <laughs> I, on, my quick I fi- on my quick fire questions, I have why is blank trash? And I like oh, to ask okay. a controversial question <laughs> that will make people angry. So you, you answered it perfectly. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like Fox. If I was going to play any out of like the trio there, it would probably be Wolf, I think. But even still, it's not. A, I, I want to play heavies. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't like playing the. I don't like playing a lot of speed characters. I wanna. I wanna play uh, like fucking Ganondorf and like. Uh, Ganon Warlock. Player. Yeah, Warlock punched somebody <laughs> in the fucking stratosphere. Let's go. <laughs> James is shaking his head at your I'm Ganon comment. Thirty percent. I should be fine. Oh wait a minute. <laughs> that backhand though, he's, you know, bops. <laughs> James, you got a you got one that you want to ask? Anything oh, yeah, sure. from our list that you're interested in? What something you are not really good at? Um sex. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies. <laughs> Honest man. <laughs> Come on, and say it. You got you got you got to stop puking on him, Lars. Like shit, man. <laughs> Like, well, I've also I've also he just shows up, slaps his inner thigh, and throws up and walks away. That's a that's not sex, Lars. You can't. Yeah, it takes. I could have been really dark there too. There's other ways I could go about that question, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, yeah, no. I'm actually self-deprecation is one of my favorite things. Although this last year, I've made a, a or like since January, really, um, been trying to make a, a more more intentional effort to be less self-deprecating but the roots are all still there so mm-hmm. you know um so when you when you say <laughs> this might be too dark go Can for I it this? there's no um, su- there's no such it. thing um, this is the bucket we're deep in the bucket at this point 
I need to cover my face to say this. So when you asked me what I was, what's one thing that I'm bad at, and I almost said taking a bath with a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you were good at it, you wouldn't be here right now, obviously. Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, see, you should have. That should have been your first answer. You should have gotten some quality answers. Um. Is there a sound? This is a two-parter. Is there a sound or noise that you love that like God. takes you back to a moment in time or your childhood? Uh, examples that we've had in the oh. past are like 56K modem. Uh, it can be a song. It can be a sound, a video game noise. Uh. Um, uh, maybe. Well, I made that sound because I make that sound all the time. Uh, but it doesn't take me back to my childhood. It just remember reminds me that I am a child. <laughs> there you um, go. Oh shoot. Uh, what? Well, let's see. Uh, a, a sound that takes me back to my childhood. It doesn't have to be that, but a sound that like has a very is tied to like an emotion or a memory. Another example we've had on the show is a uh, the sound of a lightsaber. Does. Does the uh, the the Pornhub intro sound count? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, let's see here. Uh, I think if I heard the sound again, it would uh, it'd take me back. But maybe like the the PS2 startup noise. Oh yeah, that in menu sounds. Any of the yeah. console boot ups, especially yeah. like the original Sega, like the Sega 16. That mm-hmm. Sega. Yep. Followed by the uh, the Sonic music playing, like that one. That one. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. GameCube boot up. Yeah, console ones are pretty pretty powerful ones for me. The for game. Sure. The GameCube one has been ruined for me because of the GameCube. Oh, the meme. Yeah, yeah. that's true. All right. The, the other half of that question is: What is a sound or noise that triggers you? Oh God. Uh, um. Sound of my own voice. <laughs> yeah really no uh I, I really don't like the sound of my own voice uh, a lot of people tell me that it's they like it but i don't um i can i can uh, get down with that yeah uh maybe yeah like legitimately though um oh s- smacking like when you're like eating or chewing oh uh, yeah I had, I had a roommate in college and he's still like one of my best friends uh and uh he had like extremely extremely bad asthma and also had like a fucked up nose basically um and he couldn't really breathe through his nose so when he'd eat he'd have to breathe through his mouth he was a he's fucking mouth breather man <laughs> like so he, he'd be sitting there eating and he'd be like making these like <laughs> like sounds while he's eating and i couldn't do it man we couldn't eat in the same room <laughs> yep yeah we've had a few food related ones uh we had uh teeth on a fork um, oh, fork scratching plate. Fork scratching plate. Oh. Those ones are apparently we make a lot of uh, triggering sounds when we eat the wrong way. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Like psychologically, what comes from that? Maybe it's just because like eating is very like habitual. Maybe so, it's a sacred. It's a sacred task. Like, yeah, it, I mean, I could see that. Well, yeah, and plus, it's like associated with your mouth, which is like in some ways a, an intimate hole, you know. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I like other mouth sounds. There's some mouth sounds that I rather. I, I mean, I rather like, you know. But sure, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a, a lot of people get triggered by like uh, a lot of face noises in general, like a wheezing nose, 
like a clogged nostril someone uh, that one doesn't bother me oh really yeah there's yeah it only bothers me if it's really excessive <laughs> like you're sitting somewhere it's kind of quiet and then every once in a while i just hear <laughs> oh and, like, god literally like every whistle like, yeah every other every other minute you're just like where's it coming you're taking you're taking a test in in college, and the kid's two seats over from you, sitting there wheezing out of one nostril, and you're just like, "Fucking shit, I'm gonna kill this kid." Oh, yeah. So uh, let's see. I think uh, we got most of the good ones that we like to ask. Oh, I like this one. This one's always curious to ask sure. people. Um, what profession, other than what you're doing right now? Let's say you could wait. You woke up tomorrow, and mm-hmm. you're you know how to do it. You're a pro. You you have all the training, education. You can just boom. This is what you are now. What is there a profession that you would choose? Yeah, yeah. I think I you know because I've been asked this before too, and this is actually something I had thought about doing at one point. Um, I think maybe if you got me right after college, I would have probably said like uh, like a, a teacher, like an English teacher or something. I think now though, and this had, this thought had kind of been in the back of my head for a long time. And I thought if I was doing something other than this, like what I'd want to do and it still would be entrepreneurial. Like I would want to do something where I kind of like, like, like was managing the forefront of it, or at least, you know, being, you know, kind of dictating some decisions regarding it. Um, and I think I'd want to own like a little cafe or coffee shop kind of thing. Ooh. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's simple. You know, but uh, um, I do like coffee, drink it daily. Um, and I like the idea. Like, I just I like hanging out in coffee shops too. Like, it's just nice. I don't do it enough anymore. So, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. La- uh, Lady Navio and I have talked about uh, her wanting to open a, like, a small boutique used bookshop that, like, serves coffee someday. Like, yeah. So. One of the coolest ones that I've been to, uh, it was, uh, dude, this was like when I, so it's not open anymore, but it was here in town. Um, and, and, uh, it was like a great date spot. Um, uh, I took a couple gals there when I was, when I was younger, but, uh, it was a repurposed bank vault. Uh, oh, wow. That's kind of so cool. You, yeah. You could, you could go and sit inside the vault and, uh, yeah, it was really cool. Um, it was, yeah, it was a very unique vibe and very rustic because it was like an older vault kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Especially because you don't like, you don't, unless you work at a bank, you don't see that kind of stuff daily. So if you were able to like go in, I think that that would be the cool thing to do too. If I were to own one, like is just have like a really unique repurposed building for something like that. Some, you know, something diverse from what you'd normally see. Yeah. Something unique. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of bookshops out there. Yeah. Got to do something to stand out, right? Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. That market differentiation. Mm-hmm. So you we have something that's up there. Yeah. What would mine be? If I had, to, what would my niche be? I'm gonna have to think about this. It's a novelty bucket store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> books, 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 and buckets. Books and buckets. Yeah. So, there's one more question. I'm gonna let James do the honors. It's the sure. it's the last question oh. that we ask all of our guests, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I'm actually working on I'm, we're gonna compile this the answer to this one because it's kind of interesting. But uh, after that, we'll take a short break. We did actually get a jumbotron, James. So mm-hmm. I saw um, it snuck in. 
So we'll ask you this question. James will do that, and then we'll take a short break, and then we'll cool. be back with some beef. And it looks like he did upload that beef, so it's all yeah, ready I saw to go. that. All right, mm-hmm. all right, James. All right, Lars, are you ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> Hit your room, your desk, and your car. Which do you clean first? Um, probably the desk. I just spent a lot of time here. Um, but I think probably what would be more important, I just procrastinate, would probably be the room because uh, the whole like I'm I'm kind of like I'm not like super feng shui or whatever you know, but like uh, I do get like the feelings of vibes and being in a dirty room gives me anxiety. So, but then again, I, I, I also have a dirty room like a lot of the time. So, uh, like that's probably why I'm, I'm, you know, clinically depressed. I live in a dirty room. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean like, but I, I, I you know, I kind of feed off that stuff. So, and, and even now I'm looking at my desk now, I'm starting to think about like how I should probably clean it a little bit, but, um, our question triggered you. Yeah. No, 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 a bad way. It makes it's me a good reminder. Look at my own desk. It's like, why do I have this? Yeah. Why do I have this soda can right here? got some receipts over here why are they there yeah that's a good question though yeah yeah i like that all right um so we have a segment on our show here on 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 our twitch channel we use our own little currency called uh ducats and once you've earned enough ducats you can submit a jumbotron james and it's a message that James has to read during the podcast. I am legally obligated to read this. <laughs> because I said he would. So if we don't, then we're a bunch of lying assholes. So uh, actually, we had one submitted to us. Uh, James is going to pull his microphone nice and close to his lips. All you ladies out there, put your headphones on, close your eyes, light a candle, and uh, James is going to read this message to you. Mm-hmm. This message coming from That Bishop Girl. Hello, friends. Look at Lars being a doof. Have you wondered about Lars's Pimmel Health? Lars forward slash PP pills forward slash Pimmel pills forward slash large forward slash Lars Pimmel pills. Hashtag not scam. <laughs> Something tells me that wasn't Bishop. It says it was that Bishop girl. She's the one that sent it, but it could be someone Someone sent her the coffee pasta. <laughs> and then just had her send it. Hmm. Monka. Hmm. That smells like a bodak. <laughs> so, yes, that was uh, that was Jumbotron James. You, too, can have a Jumbotron James read on the podcast. If you don't have ducats, you can email us at hitthebucketpodcast at gmail.com with your message. And uh, I'll work out some form of payment. It might be your soul or it might just be, you know, be my friend because I'm lonely. <laughs> no, I'm just Same, kidding. though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a short break. Um, and then, yeah, three to five minutes. Go do what you got to do. Drink your drink. Smoke your smoke. Hit the bucket. And when we come back, we have a hot, fresh, spicy beef from our good friend, Mashif. And you don't want to miss that. It's uh, for our regulars here. It's one of their favorite parts of the show. So we'll be back in a few minutes. All right. We are back. E. We're going to jump right into it. I'm going to bring him back on here in just a second. Uh, for those who don't know, let me explain to you real quick what Chief's Beef is. Our good friend Mashif, twitch.tv forward slash Mashif, that's M E S H Y F. He puts together a little pre-made video for us uh, 
for our podcast. And uh, he likes to channel his inner angry old man. He chooses two topics that he's going to bitch about. Uh, he's going to tell us to get off his lawn. And uh, usually the topics, some of them are fun. Some of them are pretty trivial. Some of them are legitimate issues. And we get to decide which of the two issues is the bigger beef. You guys in chat can play along. Uh, and decide for yourselves which one is the bigger beef. We're going to have a debate amongst ourselves, and then Mashif is going to tell us if we are right or wrong. It's all subjective, but according to him, <laughs> there is a right answer. So uh, I'm going to bring them on here in our media view, and we're going to get the Sheaf's beef going. Did you guys all get it downloaded? I did, yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So uh, I have it up here. Oh, by the way, um, Mashif, if you're still here, if not, for those who don't know, we had a, contact, a contest. I don't know if anyone ever submitted uh, a tweet, but if you hashtag hit the bucket, uh, Mashif, if you want to type in chat the rules of the giveaway, I don't know if it ever happened. I think we're still potentially looking. We had a couple. Did you choose one or are we still looking for entries? He, ha he actually has one of those beef sweaters to give away. Uh, in the in that picture there, you see him wearing that beef sweater. He actually purchased a beef sweater that he was gonna uh, give away. Um, Sheaf TV on Twitter and hashtag hit the button. Yeah, there's an update in the video. Oh, okay. So sorry, I hope I didn't spoil it. But uh, yeah, there's uh, that's uh, <laughs> don't shake your head at me. Um, we're going to get this going. If you guys are ready, we usually do it on go. So I'll say one, two, three, go, and we'll all hit play. Mm -hmm. Deal. All right. So you got it all up and ready? Yep. All right. I'm good to go. One, two, three, go. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chiefs Beef. Welcome everyone to the ring. I'm your host, Ms. Sheaf, bringing you this week's hot and spicy beef. What we're going to do is bring two contenders head to head and I'll tell you which is the biggest beef of the week. First beef is bad nurses. Ooh. I like to call them mm -hmm. burses. Burses? So a burse is <laughs> oh. a nurse. Well, what is this picture? It kind of sucks, right? <laughs> it's a bad In nurse. In a doctor setting, you're spending Burst a majority of your time waiting and then the second biggest investment in your time is with the nurse. That's true. A shitty nurse. Either she's yeah. mean or rude or just not good at their job or slow or whatever. Or misses right? your vein four they times. Totally, totally <laughs> ruin an experience. And going to the doctor. Jimmy is biased towards this question. That's a missionary. Sucks. It sucks. It doesn't matter what it's for. You don't want to be there. And having someone there that is running the show and they don't want to be who there. gave that lady a uh, that fucking a saw <laughs> and it sucks too because the doctor you really only get to see that <laughs> okay so see that's clearly a good nurse too they look at your chart tell the nurse what to do and then they're gone they have such little impact on the actual care that finding the right doctor is really finding the right nurse that's true if you've ever had a bad nurse you know exactly what i mean when my wife was pregnant and we were in the hospital for five days because she was induced and it just didn't happen, we had just a slew of awful, mean nurses that wouldn't listen or just drill sergeants just there to get the process through so they could get you the fuck out of there because they don't really care. And then you get that one good nurse and you're like, oh, this doesn't have to suck. This can be 
Okay. So versus you're the first beef of the week. Second beef is the reusable bag. Now, Uh-oh. I'm in California. It's so a little bit of preference. Most of the country can probably still get a free bag when they go and buy stuff, but hmm. I can't. Okay. It's against the law. No more free bags, no plastic bags. You get this weird, like paper, plastic, polyurethane thing. I got to bring bags. Okay. And it's okay. It's good for the environment. I'm with you. I don't want a bunch of plastic bags sitting in a landfill biodegrading for the next 15 years because I decided to go to the store and buy a loaf of bread, cat food, and some fucking beer. Okay. We, it doesn't need to be there forever. Reusable bags make sense, but I fucking hate forgetting these goddamn things. <laughs> hate okay. He hates his own memory. The then. reusable bag is fine, but I will always forget it. So I have to punish myself every single time. I absolutely refuse to buy plastic bags. To pay the 10 cents. <laughs> For a reusable plastic bag. It's just black. garage exploding. It's so full of reusable bags. They're just sitting there. So what I do to punish myself is no matter how much stuff I have, I refuse it. If I can carry it all in my arms, I'll carry that shit all out to my car. <laughs> my arms. I got a bunch of loose crap. No problem. And what do I do with it when I get it to my car? Just dump it in the trunk. Because... I have to punish myself every single time I go to the grocery store until I get it in my fucking head that I got to bring these stupid bags. These stupid bags that serve a purpose, a good purpose, but still fuck these bags because I can't stop forgetting them. If you're in Why a car, just keep them in the car. You can still have that, like, oh, you got to remember to put them back in the car bags. after you empty them in your yeah, house. Just give me a bag. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You're so lucky. You're so lucky and you don't even know it. So that's why. The reusable bag is the second beef of the week. Jimmy, James, chat, Lars. I want to hear what you guys have to say about this week's beef and figure out which of the two is the absolute beefiest. And when we come back, I got a beefy beef update on the contest. All right. I got it paused at 436. Yep. Same here. Okay. Cool. <laughs> that bag one is ridiculous, machine. Mm-hmm. I, thought, that, I thought he was really biased towards the nurse, but then he really started talking about those reusable bags. Talking to those bags, I, I, you know, I don't, I, I've never heard someone abuse the concept of 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 of, of uh, inanimate objects like so. <laughs> oh, he's talked about doors and sinks and diapers, and you got to go watch some of the previous. Ones. I, I love it. Oh man, my my aunt has like a hundred of these reusable bags, and I have a whole them. closet full. Yeah, we don't. I, they're not required here. There's they're required at a, like the select hipster joints where you buy organic fucking broccoli. Mm-hmm. But that's all of California. Yeah. Well, yeah. When you all, go to purchase your quinoa. <laughs> Your canola. It's you know, it's it's ghee around here. We don't use butter anymore. We use. Uh... <laughs> um, so we're supposed to 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 you can come up you with can a verdict on which one's worse. Yeah, you can you can kind of express your beef? feelings about both beefs and then decide which one is the the. Do you have if you have any experience with bad nurses or reusable yeah. bags? You're you're welcome to. Uh, dive into those a little bit, but at the end, you have to decide uh, which one is the bigger beef. 
Well, I mean, like I've spent many nights in the ER uh, for various reasons and shitty nurses do suck, but I've kind of just like lowered my standards. So I kind of didn't think about it until, until we, until we bring it up here in this situation. So, but yeah, the whole thing with the veins though, I like, I've, this is actually very, maybe this was a really bad nurse. It was very unprofessional. Uh, apparently my veins were really easy to find. I had a nurse told me once that I had veins fit for heroin. Um, what? And, uh, <laughs> that was, yeah. So I don't do heroin, but, uh, yeah, that was, maybe that was the worst, worst nurse. I don't know. So which one do you think is a bigger beef? Maybe, maybe the nurse, because it has to do with your health. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, man, I, I said, I don't want to get fucked up in that way. I've yeah. heard, I've heard like horror stories about shit in the medical field. Like, uh, you fucking go in for surgery and you wind up with a plastic glove in your butt. Like, hello. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, I might, I might agree with you, but I want to hear James's opinion on these topics as well. Hmm. Well, you see, I've, I've, I don't. I haven't been like into a hospital like that often. I went when I was younger because I've broken both of my wrists, mm-hmm. one year after the other. Quite doing the exact same thing. Keep that in mind. But then the only other time I went was when I had mono, and the nurse was just like, "Okay, we'll take a seat. The doctor will be in here soon." And then I was like, "That's all you're here for? All right, thanks." <laughs> And then she just came in to like swab my throat. And then she was like, oh, that's an interesting color. And it's like, to me, and not knowing what's wrong with me being told, oh, that's an interesting color from the swab we just took from you. That just like spooks me. I'm like, what do you mean that's an interesting color? What's it supposed to look like? But I've never had like a shitty nurse. And then California, I know when I left to college, it was right before they made the switch to reusable bags in california so when i came back and we went shopping i thought it was so weird that they didn't just like give you the bags you had to have your own because here in vermont they're just like oh paper or plastic and i'm like oh plastic of course because i hate the planet but then i don't even think about it it's like just like comparatively like nurses with your house health i feel like that'd be a bigger issue but mashif i felt like he really dislikes these reusable bags yeah, but like on a health level versus like save the planet, I think the nurses is the bigger beef. Yeah, I might lean towards nurses too until I start talking out loud. We'll see. <laughs> I tend to change my own mind a lot. Um, for me, as far as the nurses go, um, for many of you who know me, you know that uh, I've been married a few times. It's an ongoing joke here. Uh, my first wife actually had cystic fibrosis and a double lung oh. transplant. And so we were at the hospital all the time. And what I can say is if if we're if you will allow me to lump uh technicians and like vocational, like because they're also like in a helping role. They're not doctors. They do like a specific task. Like there's there's like um uh x-ray techs. Um, there's lab techs, like the lab tech for bigger hospitals. There's like a lab tech, right? They're the person who comes in just to draw blood, give shots, uh, start a, start a line in your vein for, for drip, for an IV. Like there's a specific person that's like a tech that does that. They're a lab tech and they just walk around with a little cart and they do that all over the hospital. Um, if you're lumping techs in with nurses, 
I would say that one's the bigger beef for me because the difference between a bad tech or a bad vocational hospital worker and a good one completely changes the experience entirely. When, you know, when my wife is already dealing with a plethora of other issues and health problems and all this stuff. And you got some shitty tech who comes in and blows up her arm for like 10 minutes because he can't hit a vein. And she leaves like with bruises all over her arms. Whereas like the techs that you learn to know, like the good ones from the bad, because they'll come in and be like, flip. And they'll get it first try. Boom. Cool. You got your, you got your line for your IV and they're in and out in a few minutes and no pain, no fuss. But when you have a bad one, I agree. It completely ruins like the whole experience. And it may, it's just one more thing that you have to deal with on top of, if you're in a hospital, you're already dealing with something. Right. And then to have bad care on top of that, just magnifies the whole experience. So yeah. if, if we're lumping techs in there, most of the nurses we had were pretty good, but some of the techs we had were really bad and they fucked things up all the time. And it's really frustrating. <clears throat> However, I do want to speak my piece on the plastic bag thing. My biggest beef isn't the reusable bags. My biggest beef with that law that passed is the is the reusable plastic bags. Because what they did is they they got rid of the really thin like the bags that were designed to break down, the ones that all grocery stores had that were like the thin plastic that we used every day. Mm-hmm. Um they got rid of those. But now that you have to pay for them, they just made the plastic thicker and said these are reusable now. And that completely defeats the purpose because those thicker bags are going to take even longer to biodegrade. And a lot of people are too lazy to put bags back in their car, so they just pay the 10 cents for plastic bags every time they go. So now they're just like rather than having – the cheap little plastic bags that are going to break down a few years from now to like these thick ass plastic bags that are supposed to be reusable. So they never they're It's even worse. And so I think if they, for me, if they're going to pass that law, they should have gotten rid of plastic bags altogether and said, if you don't bring a bag to the store, fuck you, put it in your shopping cart, take it out to your car and load it yourself. Like by, they just replaced the plastic bags with worse ones and started charging money for them. And that's what pisses me off. So that's a legitimate beef I have. The idea of reusable bags, obviously our planet's going to shit. We should use reusable bags. So if you're going to make a law like that, stick to your guns. Like, yeah, don't half-ass that. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's what they did. They half-assed it because all the stores are like, oh, we're just going to start charging money for plastic bags and and make them thicker so people can reuse them. And I I have a whole fucking closet full of plastic reusable bags because I forget. And I'm like, ah, it's 10 cents. I probably got like $20 worth of plastic reusable bags in my closet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that one's a beef for me too. Like, I, I don't know. I think... Yeah, if if you ever have the opportunity for vote, to vote for that law, unless they have a stipulation, unless they specifically put in there like no plastic bag, like I I would probably vote against it. it. I voted for it actually. I voted for getting rid of plastic bags because I didn't realize that I didn't think that would be an option. I didn't think the stores were going to be able to just start making worse ones and set, and charging me for them. Like they should have just said no plastic bags, period. But I don't know. That's just me. I that this is actually a close one for me because I they both piss me off. 
But I, I think I'll probably have to go with uh, nurses and techs. I think bad, bad healthcare in general, whether it's a nurse or a doctor or anything, is just like, ugh. Yeah. So, so did we all say nurses, the bursas? Yeah, I think bursas is the winner. All bursas. Which means Mashif. all get debated. Yeah, Mashif likes to debate us, but uh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe he'll be on our side. So we're we're at four thirty six. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, all you out there were playing along. Uh, maybe you have your opinions on this, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna hit play here in a second and see what Mashif has to say. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. On, on go. One, two. Three, go. Welcome back. Let's get started and see what's going on with our beef giveaway. Mm. Now, if you don't remember from last week, it, we had a little bit of a lull. I love this fucking sweatshirt. So what I want to do is I want to extend it for one more podcast. Go on Twitter at me at Mishif TV. Hashtag hit the bucket. One or the other. I want to see what your biggest beef of the week is. And the best beef of the week is going to get their very own beef hoodie. That's right. A very own sheaf beef hoodie. Now, let's see which is the biggest beef this week. And the winner is... Versus! Versus. (laughs) The bad nurses. You are the biggest beef of the week. When you have a good nurse... Damn, thank them for their service because a good nurse will take a bad experience and make it kind of okay, right? Something bad going on in your life, man, can they make a huge difference. But that bad nurse, that burst, he or she can really just destroy you, just make it terrible. So when you get a good nurse, let them know they're doing a good job. Thank them for their service. And when you get a bad nurse, just say, hey, burst. Go get another nurse. I don't like it. That's why. Versus, you are the biggest beef of the week. All right. There it is. So he's extending the contest. And he I, he, he is a man of his word. If if you <clears> – <throat> so, Mashif, question for you. You said you want people to tweet at you what their biggest beef is. Are you talking about from the ones that we've done or just anything? Like, do you, do you just want them to tweet at you, like, their biggest complaint in general? Like, are you looking for ideas for beefs? Is that what – is that what it – any biggest beef? Okay. So, yeah. If you have any complaints, big or small, something that just – uh, chaps your hide, and you want Mashif to maybe include it in one of his Sheaf's uh, beef episodes. And and like I said, he's done everything from dirty diapers to littering to sinks to doors to bad nurses, as we've seen this week. Uh, what, what are some <laughs> of the other ones he's done? There's been oh fireworks versus illegal fireworks. I mean, there's there's been many good Sheaf's beef episodes. So if if you have uh, something that pisses you off and you want to tweet at him and explain what it is and why uh, you have the chance to win a beef hoodie. He already, I mean, he, he bought him. He know the quality looks pretty good. Uh, legit. He'll mail you one. So at Mashif TV and hashtag hit the bucket and let him know. That's pretty cool. I'm going to, I'm going to enter myself. Hmm. <laughs> Am I allowed I to, to get some stuff? I don't know. That fucking that hoodie is dope, man. Some <laughs> disclaimer against I, I, dude. I would love to go to a family dinner in that shit, man. Explain <laughs> to my 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 relatives, y'all got a fucking beef hoodie. It's pretty cool. <laughs> 
All right. Well, uh, we're towards the end of our show, but there were a couple just little quick hitters I wanted to bring up, uh, things that have happened this week in the news, some some trends that I've noticed. The biggest one that popped up just recently, I kind of wanted your opinion on this. The president of the United States called the CEO of Apple, Tim Apple. Mm Mm-hmm. In front, you know, right next to Bill Microsoft, <laughs> Bill Microsoft, <laughs> and, and James Taxes, and Jimmy Buckets, and Lars Barfs. <laughs> and I can't really. I, so initially, I read this and I was like, "What a dumbass!" And then, and then it, then I had a, a moment of self introspection, right? Or that's the redundant, just uh, introspection in general, right? And I realized this is the kind of fuck up that I would do. <laughs> I was like. That's fair. That's yeah, honest. Yeah, I can't laugh at this and, and sleep at night. So, But the fact that it was caught, I mean, on camera in front of all of these, like, very powerful <laughs> people. right next to him. Yeah, he looks him right in the <laughs> face and calls him Tim Apple. Because I could forgive it if he's, like, giving, like, a speech or just, like, saying something to a group of people. And then he, and then Tim Cook isn't there, and he re- refers to him as Tim Apple. But to have him right next to him <laughs> in person, look him right in the eyes and call him Tim Apple. <clears throat> I want to play the clip. We appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. But we appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. Tim Apple. Mm-hmm. It's so That's bad. like if we're at TwitchCon 2019, <laughs> or in your or in your case 2020. Oh, like, don't know, remind me. I've been meeting Jimmy, great friend all these years. Jimmy Buckets, I appreciate you. And then everyone's just like, <laughs> James, uh, what, the, what the hell? Then that's it's it's pretty it's pretty gnarly that our president is capable of such things. I don't know. I feel like we're allowed to hold him to a slightly higher standard, right? I mean, I think we should. We should for sure. I mean, uh, it's just it's <laughs> like it's like so. I I make this mistake all the time where I flip the beginning two letters of a sentence. So like, like if we're gonna say like, uh, oh shit, what's like something recent that I've done? Uh, it's it's a thing that I do all the time. Like uh, if I if, like so like in the sense like. Uh, Jimmy Buckets, I would say Bimmy Juckets. Like oh, I see yeah, that yeah. all the time. Do you know what so, the like, technical term for that is? It's what? It's called a spoonerism. It's an actual thing. Really? Yeah. Mm. So like, for example, there's fun ones too. Like Longboard is a bong lord. Bong lord. <laughs> yeah, all bowed. the bong. Yeah, you can you can go online and Google fun spoonerisms. It's it's a whole spoonerisms. Thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I do that all the time. So something like that with like a and and weird word or like just like misnomers for shit. Like that's my that's my jam. That's that's like that's my shtick, man. I do that. <laughs> yeah, like nimi nimi javio and nimi javio. Yeah, sucking flaps. Sucking flaps. Yeah, that one's a good one. Uh. <laughs> uh What's the other one? Uh, Fam Damley. Fam Danley. <laughs> Fam Damley. Come meet my whole... Up. I didn't know that was a thing called come, Spoonerism. Come meet my whole Fam Damley. Fam Danley. Yeah, it's like I heard the word Spoonerism before. I didn't know that's what it was. Yep. I, I, I thought it was just when you spooned somebody real good. <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure that's what it is because me and my friend used to make a hobby out of that. Uh, we used to, Bong Lord was one of our favorites back in the day. We used to try and find fun ones to switch the wanna ride the Bong Lord today? Yeah, bro. Let's yeah, do it. Bro. <laughs> um, Another thing that I kind of just wanted your guys' opinion on was, so for those who don't know, I am a Weezer fan. Uh, I am one of those hipster dudes who swears that their first couple albums are the best. I'm a huge fan of the Blue Album and Pinkerton. Everything in between is good. There's some there's some gems in there, but like I can put Pinkerton on and listen to that album on repeat forever. Uh, but they just came out with a new album. Uh, it uh, is the Black Album. And a lot of people are saying that they're trying to go back to some of their like OG kind of songwriting, whatever. And one of the ways that they decided to promote their new album was to create a, an island in the creative mode on uh, Fortnite. So I don't know. I don't know if this was like a cross promotion. I, I don't know if they approached. I'm curious to see the backstory on this. But somehow or another, Weezer uh, got their... So much fucking cringe. Well, we have Mashif's opinion in chat. He th- <laughs> he thinks it's cringeworthy. <laughs> Some people think it's Weezer, Weezer grasping to remain relevant. Uh, I don't know. Uh, for me, it, the discussion that I'm interested in is is how this looks moving forward. As as these game engines become so iterative, right? Like Fortnite updates so often that they're able mm-hmm. to do this stuff so quickly. I think we may end up seeing a lot more of this in the future, right? These opportunities where big companies or bands or especially things that have a media element to them. Like didn't what recently in Fortnite, wasn't there a, uh, there was a full blown like EDM, like. Yeah. yeah Marshmallow had a full concert. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I think that the difference there and um, is like, like the, the EDM genre has kind of like, like kind of maybe this is a wrong to say maybe this is a wrong kind of stereotype but i feel like it's it's gone hand in hand with a lot of like younger ages of gaming like yeah the, like mm-hmm. generation yeah, i would agree with that so like uh fortnite's audience primarily is people that are waiting on puberty to hit so like having that 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 kind of like appeal makes sense i think that a lot of it probably does come down to like some some promotional value right like um and I don't know, maybe I, when you when you actually said that, that it could possibly, you know, people are saying that it, it kind of seems like Weezer's grasping at straws. It, it, make, it does make it smell a little like uh, desperate a little bit, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Because it, it, it also like, what's the saying? Like any, any exposure is good exposure to some extent. Like, right. Or, well, it, I mean, it, we're talking about it on a podcast. So. Yeah, we are. So, I mean, it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. Weezer's also been kind of, known for being a little like maybe not unorthodox but a little bit like counter counterculture but also relevant if that makes sense well yeah i mean they finally after years of being tweeted at covered the song africa right like right they, they're kind of connected to the whole social media whatever and then they realize but other oh, shit terms right. right well and then they realize oh shit this africa cover did really well and then they came out with a whole album of covers <laughs> so it's like yeah. mm-hmm. I, I mean if they one works why not do more yeah so i don't know uh Mashif says, I hope this is some record exec going, my kids like Fortnite thing. Get that Weezer in there. 
Yeah, who knows? I, I'm really curious to see how it came about. I'd like to hear the the back end dealings of how it happened. Was it was it Fortnite coming to Weezer? I, I'm I'm guessing most likely it was Weezer approached Fortnite, but Mm-mm. I'm probably saying like, I, oh, you had a concert with Marshmallow. Like, can we work out something similar? Yeah, because this is like a lot like bigger in scope than the Marshmallow thing. Because when Marshmallow did it, it was just like a week there's like some in-game posters that like advertised yeah the it was concept. a one-time thing and then yeah and then they had like some weekly challenges you could do and then they had the marshmallow skin they didn't and then they just like repurposed an area they didn't have a whole area just dedicated to marshmallow like they do here for weezer well and here yeah. here's i guess my concern with it is it's fine for me if it's in like it's in creative mode and it's just some like island, right? So it's not like you have to, it's not part of the main gameplay of the game. My concern is it starts here, but eventually it if if this starts to work and they see, oh, numbers went up or oh, we got so many, you know, click throughs, or look how look at look at our look at how much attention we're getting from this island or whatever, and it becomes more prevalent that it starts to leak into uh gameplay like core gameplay right like i i really don't want to be forced to listen to weezer music or look at posters or like obviously promotional material when i'm like running through a single player game or a or uh i'm doing a scrim or you know i and some of that stuff does happen now but it right now it's mostly relevant right so like for example in counter-strike it was very common for uh, a lot of the custom maps that are used by promotional that are used by um, competitive organizations they'll put their own they'll have their own version of the map that'll have like banners on the walls like in the level right so it'll say like it'll say like cpl whatever like on the wall or whatever in the map because that's relevant but like if if money talks I'm worried about just random shit being thrown into games and it turning into like a Walmart experience when you play games because people are like, hey, look how fast they can update these games now. I'm just going to pay them to have a whole Weezer section of level three in this game. You know, like I I, I, I really don't want that to become a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I already have a huge problem when I go to a fucking uh, like some sort of game news website. <clears throat> you know, there's numbers of them uh, and they're just... It's a plethora of ads and it's like painful to even scroll through, let alone to like, I don't want that to continue to infiltrate like forms of in which we're just trying to play games. I don't want to, you know, yeah, I don't think anybody really wants to experience that. Yeah. Hopefully it stays somewhat separate to some extent. (laughs) Med packs and Overwatch or Taco Bell Fiesta packs. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Might not be that far away. Cause I remember reading cause, uh, I own some shares of stock in Activision Blizzard. So I like to take a look at their financial statements. And one of the big things they highlighted was like, hey, we have a market of people spending like probably on average an hour a day playing our games. And we and that's that's prime advertising space. And I was just like, You keep that in mobile games. I don't want my like multiplayer experience to be like what you're describing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully it doesn't go that far. 
And and again, it, if it's relevant to the game, like if they put real ads and billboards in Grand Theft Auto, that's fine because that's what you would expect. Like in, if you're trying to emulate the real world, you would expect to see movie ads and, and you know, Gillette razor yeah. ads or whatever on billboards in real life when you're driving down the street. That's cool. I don't mind that. But when you start incorporating it into the game, that, I don't know, that's where it starts to get kind of... Jimmy, take this PepsiCo assault rifle. It's <laughs> powered through Mountain Dew cartridges. Yeah, that it that that completely breaks immersion, right? Like that that oh, yeah. gaming is supposed to be an escape from the real world, not like another opportunity for you to fucking spew your shit at me. Yeah, especially when it's like that blatant, because you can see it a lot in movies where all of a sudden, like uh, I remember the Transformers one was someone was something people always point out because there was a part where they figure out like what the Transformers are made of. And, like we could tur- make it turn into anything. And what does it turn into? Beats by Dre Pill. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks, thanks for taking me out of the movie. Yeah, yeah, no, it's gotten pretty blatant in movies already. And that's, I really hope that doesn't start happening in games. Like all, yeah. all the fucking blatant, whenever a car rolls up in a movie, and if you don't notice this, you're going to notice it after I say it. Pay attention anytime a car rolls up in any movie where the camera is placed. It's placed at bumper level so that you can see the fucking branding yep. on the front of the car. As soon as it turns into frame, you're going to see what car it is, whether it's a Chevy, a Toyota, whatever it is. It's very intentionally shot so that you always see the branding on the car. And it's it, it's it breaks immersion. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's a Chevy. Fucking thanks. Yeah. But- uh, it's gotten better in movies actually than it used to be. They actually passed laws because it got so bad. Like the movie Mac and me was basically a giant commercial for, uh, McDonald's and, and, uh, Coca-Cola. Uh, it was hmm. Mac and me was an old ripoff from like, it came out shortly after ET and they were trying to like ride the population, the popular wave of like little kid meets alien and tries to save alien. And it's like a blatant, blatant ripoff, but there's a whole dance scene that takes place in the middle of a McDonald's in, in the movie. It's like a, 20- God, this sounds so fucking cringe. It's it's a 20 the minute scene. What? Oh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a actual movie. And they, they do. Uh, there's a mystery science theater 3000 episode where they watch oh, it perfect. And, and they just, they, <laughs> they rip it a new asshole. It's called Mac and Me, and I, de- I definitely, if you like old, like if you want to watch some cringe B movie shit, watch that movie because it is just all a, right. It's every single shot has product placement in it, and <laughs> and so yeah, I think they eventually they they like pass some laws about like and, oh, and then they there's also laws about kids shows that they can't make kids shows for the just for promotion. Like I think they're pretty. We we have laws that don't let you do what they do in Japan, right? Where they right. where they design a show specifically to sell a toy, right? Because mm-hmm. it became yeah. a problem back in like the GI Joe days and stuff. Oh yeah, right. it was it was big. <laughs> still a bit of that like even in Japan today, where it's like, oh, this anime based on the video game, and it's like it's advertising for the game. Yeah, it's but, obvious. Right, it I mean, stands on its own though. Uh, like Beyblade and and Yu Gi Oh and like Bakugan. All all of those shows. I had a whole case of Bakugan, and it's just glorified marbles. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was it. Uh, on, one last thing I did want to mention on a more serious note, um, unless you guys are 
up to date on very current events. If anyone out there hasn't heard, uh, there was some sad news today that uh, Alex Trebek um, actually released a video announcing that he has stage four pancreatic cancer. And uh, I was really bummed to hear that. Uh, I've grown up like I, my entire life, you know, I, he's been on TV, right? Like I, I can't think of someone other than maybe Bob Barker that I've seen on TV more. I, every, every morning when I'd wake up, I'd sleep in during the summers when I'd stay with my grandparents and I'd wake up and I'd sleep in the basement <laughs> and I'd wake up <laughs> and go upstairs to the living room. And my grandpa would watch Price is Right, Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. And, uh, you know, like just he's, he's always, and I, even in my relationship with my current fiance, we're huge Jeopardy fans. I, I was a huge fan of Ken Jennings because I was Mormon at the time. For those who don't know, Ken Jennings was the Mormon guy who won. He, he holds the record for most consecutive wins when they changed the rules about how many times you were allowed to win and they removed the limit, he was on, he, he crushed any record and no one's even come close. So like, I've been a huge Jeopardy van for a very long time. And I was super sad to hear that news. Uh, pancreatic cancer is like a 1% survival rate. So yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's, I had it. And it, yeah. it's, it it's pretty sad. Um, so Hopefully he said he's going to fight it in his video. He straight up was like, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to fight it. I'm going to keep doing the show. And he he even made a joke, which was cool. He was like, you know, I'm still in contract to do two more years of the show. So, you yeah. know, he, he tried, he made light of it and everything, but man, I mean, he, he's, he's been a huge part of our lives. Even if he hasn't been a part of your life, he probably has, even if he didn't realize it. So mm-hmm. uh, Jeopardy's you watched SNL and the oh, yeah. jokes towards, uh, I just, I remember. I'll take uh, anal bum cover for 300. <laughs> Your mother out for back. <laughs> like, <laughs> Those are great skits. It's such a part of the American lexicon, right? Yeah. Like Jeopardy's yeah. just been there forever. So it's so crazy to hear that. So I just, yeah. you know, I wanted to mention that and express my appreciation for that show and for everything that he's done. You know, that show would not, it, it'll never be the same. I, even if they yeah. do attempt to replace him, they, I, they probably won't get rid of Jeopardy, but. He's one of those guys that, you know, he's he's irreplaceable. He's been doing it for so long, and he is the face of that show. So As long as they don't put Drew Carey on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, he, uh, I mean, he, he, Drew's done all right, but he's no, he's no Bob Barker, man. I don't nah, know. No way. No way. So some of those old game show icons, man, they're just, they're, they're one of a kind. They've got that old kind of, and the funny thing is, is like, they're sometimes they're like I love how it it it's dying now. Like when you you look at Bob Barker, <clears throat> you look at Alex Trebek, you look at uh, David Letterman, they're all just these like very opinionated old dudes who just don't give a shit. Like some of the stuff Alex Trebek would say to the guests, I'm like, damn, dude, like he he was savage sometimes. And just yep. like I like I feel like you don't get that as much anymore. Everyone's so like soft and fluffy and like smiley and 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 I don't know. I, I kinda like the edgier older hosts of the shows. They're just like like uh, they had that like old man spite. Yeah. The the only one left like is that grumpy ass, like I'm here because I have to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm contracted. And I'm gonna do that. This is my show, kind of attitude, but all at the time, same time, being a little bit of a gentleman underneath it all. The only two left are Alex Trebek and Pat Sajak, dude. Pat Sajak can be oh, savage God. too, dude. He's. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, I mean, and for those who don't know, Pat Sajak is the host of Wheel of Fortune. Yep. Um, he still hosts it, right? Yeah. He does. Yeah. He's going to be getting old. Yeah, they're all getting up there. So, you know, there's... Where it's you're kind of seeing like, the end of it. It's going to be a few more the, years. It's going to be the end of that Vanna generation. White? Vanna White's still doing it. Yeah. Oh, she's going to be old too. Yeah, she's she's still hot. <laughs> she's still <laughs> she's not bad. There's definitely some work done, but she's still rocking it. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope nothing but the best for Alex Trebek. Um, I I, I don't want to end on a sad note. I did just want to mention that, and I didn't want to make a bunch of jokes about it. I know we've had a lot of fun tonight, but I just heard that today. And, uh, you know, I, I felt it was worth saying that, like, you know, hopefully things go well and uh, and he can uh, he can fight it. I, there is a chance people do. People do fight it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Lars. What you doing, Jimmy. man? You got anything coming up? Anything exciting? Got any charity events? Anything you want to plug? Any uh, um, any special streams? You got like a birthday stream oh. or any marathons coming up? Anything exciting? Yeah. Well, so uh, still still going on with uh, Breath of the Wild for a while. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be like I think it'll, it'll be a staple for a while. Are you doing like a completionist type thing? You trying to get a bunch of stuff? Do I don't you know. I'll do one hundred percent. Oh no way! All six hundred and eighty-two. I, I could do maybe enough for the upgrades because there's some after like so you need X amount for I think you need like four hundred something for like maximum upgrades. But I don't know if I really want to do that even because um, I like as long as I have sufficient upgrades and I feel good about you know ending the game, I'd be happy. A lot of the just like the base content with DLC and quests and just and the shrines like those are things that I definitely want to complete. Uh, that'll kind of be like on the docket. I'm trying to play it more off stream too, just to get some stuff done. And then, yeah, that game's um, a beast, man. I I actually own it, and I and I keep having to come back to it because there's just like so much content. It to- there is, yeah. I'm having a blast with it though, so that's like I, I, I you know, that's fine with me. Um, but this Sunday, I'm co-streaming with Travoni. Um, uh, and he he's in here. I think he might still be here. Um, and we're gonna play through blacklist Splinter cell blacklist which would be a lot of fun that would be cool um that'll be at 5 p.m on your channel and, uh on both of ours oh, okay we're, we're both it's, it's a co-stranger yeah i'm are, pretty sure i i understand that but i was just you know yeah. is that feature out yet by the way with the uh squad streaming no yeah. not yet because it was announced at twitchcon and they said i think they said first quarter so it's got to be soon, but I don't know. Maybe they didn't say first quarter, and I'm imagining that being hopeful. Or maybe they're just like in the process of rolling it out. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, that's a that's a feature that I'm really excited about personally because I think uh, one of the biggest struggles with with uh, co-streaming anything right now is um, that like unity between both channels, and and not that like the, the communities can be really um, cohesive, right? But just the fact that there's two separate channels with two different type, like two different like uh, forms of latency, right? It's not always synced, and like uh, juggling the conversation between you know you the person and also the other uh, community is is like and your community. It's just it's a, it's a lot. So I think the squad streaming will help uh, you know streamline a lot of that to make it cleaner. For, for not only the user experience, but also the broadcasters, a little less stress. Yeah. Stressful. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's like one of the ways that mixers kind of in, in ahead of the game. Cause that, that is one. Probably, 
feature yeah. that they do really well is that the multi-streaming stuff they do. Yeah, but I hate the UI of Mixer personally. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not. I mean, Brand. there's definitely things to dislike about Mixer, yeah. but they they kind of came out the gate with that co-streaming feature. Yeah. Granted, the the Twitch backend is kind of shoddy at times too because there's <laughs> we, know, we know that there's a plethora of issues with Twitch itself, mm-hmm. but um, I think that the I think the general populace when they're going to watch a live stream comes to Twitch. So I, I, I've always stuck with it. Um, I had some friends that switched over to Mixer and, and I, I had no interest in doing that when, when people were jumping ship. So yeah, I'm going to stay on Twitch. It's fun for me. It's good. So you got that co-stream coming up, uh, your channel. What, what's your schedule? I stream Sunday through Thursday, Sunday through Thursday, uh, 5 PM central to 1 AM. So, I All do right. stream full time. And that's uh, over at twitch.tv forward slash L A R Z. That's correct. such a great yeah. name. Yeah, like, you should hear the. So I actually, my username used to be Larsasaurus Rex, hence oh. the dinosaur. Oh, yeah, so, we never asked you about the dinosaur. Yeah. yeah, his name is Rex. So when I dropped the, the length of the name um, back down to just, just to Lars, because a lot of people just called me Lars to begin with, <clears throat> and a lot of people thought that yeah, because Lars of Source Rex was awful. A lot of people called me like Lazarus, and people called me Lazuli, and all these different like variants of 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 it. And I just liked Lars, and it just um uh it, that just kind of became the the name that people knew me as. And when I dropped it, I was like, well, what do I do about this old dinosaur thing? How do I include that in my branding? Because I'm not still like Rex, Lars of Source Rex. Um, so he, I just nicknamed the Dinosaur Rex, and he has stuck with us. So, hmm. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. I was hopefully, uh, hopefully you had a good time. You are now officially a Hit the Bucket alum. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have hit the bucket, boys. Yeah. Well, You'll be receiving our letters in the mail about asking for some... Uh, you know, some alumni payments to yeah. keep going, the hosting fees, <laughs> of course. Yeah, now you're alumni. We oh, can start that's... hitting you up for donations. Hey, oh, no, I appreciate it, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's, I've had a great time. It's really good. It's so uh, our new tradition that we started, I think we might have started this tradition with Merlin, maybe. Was she the first one that we started doing this with? Anyway, uh, we have a new tradition that we started a few podcasts ago where our guest actually gets to recommend someone to uh, raid or host. Oh. So if there's, to hold? Yeah. Uh, to hold? <laughs> to, to hold in our hand. <laughs> to hold. I, said, I was trying to say host and raid at the same time. You know, I said, oh, a, a hate. Let's go hate them right Let's now. Let's go hate them. Let's go road them. <clears throat> Let's go ride them. Let's, I rode all over them. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. if there's someone uh, that you think would be uh, ride them all, fun man. for to dump our uh, our podcast community on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me take a peek. Let me take a peek and a gander and a look and a see. Uh, go say uh-huh. hi. Drop some buckets. Yeah. I know it's a little late, so sometimes. It's... No, it's okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to find the the best around. Nothing's ever gonna keep you down. So, any uh, other than uh, Zelda? Do do you have any other plans for any other games? Or is there anything coming out you're excited about? Um, I've set up for Death Stranding. Um, that'll be a lot of fun. Um. 
This year, I don't know. I mean, like, I think there's a lot of... Uh, this, this year, I feel like there's less releases I'm excited about. There's at least some AAA titles. Um, well, you played uh, Dark Souls. Are you looking forward to Sekiro? Sekiro I'm excited for, yeah. Sekiro I am excited for. Um, and I think that that'll be a good experience. Um, so... Uh, oh, yeah, there's know. some new Pokemon game. I'm not really a Pokemon yeah. guy, but... The, the new Pokemon. Um, I, I So I haven't played Pokemon since... Um, really since ruby and sapphire and i never even finished them and went back and played it when i picked up a switch and played let's go and realized that i missed out on a lot so i'm i, I want to pick up the new one too um and there's a couple other ones like hollow knight hollow knight sequel ori's ori in the blind forest sequel sequel Ooh, the ori and- sequel yeah Mm-hmm. And then the Will of the Wisp is what I think it's called, right? I just saw a trailer for, or I saw like a video or a GIF or a trailer or something for a game today called Recompile. I, huh. I don't know too much about it, but it looked really cool. So I'm probably going to, next next podcast, I'm, after I do some research, I might have to hmm. talk about that one. It looked really interesting. Yeah. Um, how about, uh, the, I, got a, I got a guy for you. You want me to shoot yeah. his link over to you? Yeah, uh, if you just want to put his name in chat, I can. I, I have my raid up and ready. I just got to dump the yeah. name in there. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. Um, I vouch for him. Uh, I've met him through a couple of different folks. Uh, his name's Wix, uh, Wix Life. He's a, he's a, he's a really sweet, sweet old boy. Um, and, uh, yeah, I can't say anything bad about him at all. He's, he's a good guy. Um, you guys, you guys will probably like him. All so. right, Lars. Well, thank cool. you again for being here. Yeah. And uh, if you don't mind just sticking around on the call for a couple minutes afterward, we usually take a couple pictures for like the thumbnails. I'll do a couple sure. little screen caps. Okay. Uh, cool. James, any last words? Anything you got going on? Uh, normally, no, but I do actually have. I'm scheduled to stream some Minion Masters this Friday at 7 p.m. EST, and I'll be featured on the Steam Store page. Ooh, oh, cool! On the Steam Store page, there you go. Nice. I'm pushing some promotion this weekend, and they were like, "James, we need someone to fill this time slot," and I was like. I'll do it for you guys. <laughs> they didn't ask me because I stopped. I, I like completely dropped off the planet in their community. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome, dude. I'm, I'm happy for you. That'll be cool. Uh, when is that again? So this Friday at uh, 7 p.m. EST. EST. So that would be four? Mm-hmm. Four. Yeah, Pacific. Pacific. Awesome. I will check it out if I can. All right, guys, have a good night. Uh, Thank you, everyone from Lars Community that came over to my channel to enjoy the podcast. This will go up on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, or or Apple Podcasts, all that stuff, uh, probably sometime later this week. Uh, It usually takes us a few days to edit everything and get it up. But I'll make sure I give those links to Lars so he can share them with y'all. Cool. And uh, we'll uh, hopefully be hanging out with uh, more folks from the clever nation community in the future yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna check another one off my list hey all right have a good night everyone <laughs>